What is up? What is up? It is Thursday, August 7th, 2014, and you're listening to the Talking Games Podcast. My name is Steve Say, and I'm in the house with Justin Townsend. Good evening. Mr. Rob Newmeyer. Hello. And Jackie's on vacation. Still. Hi. On vacation for two weeks. Seems like it's been much longer than that. Who does that? People that enjoy the beach. I don't know. She got a beach house with friends, and she is mutiny happily rea- relaxing. Well, that's awesome. I hope yes. that she's having a great time. I keep seeing her pictures on Facebook. I go, <laughs> I want to be on the beach, soaking I... up the sun. Ah, all right. So we're back for another round of the Talking Games podcast. Justin is already squinting, and we've got a lot of games to talk about with you today. This is just my normal face. <laughs> it is at this point. Being on a podcast with me, God just does that to you. Uh, we get up into all manner of shenanigans here on the Talking Games Podcast. We tell you what games we played this week. We're going to answer some listener questions. Lots of listener questions uh, this week to go around and comments and stuff left in the forums, tweets and Facebook stuff. And uh, you guys are just fantastic. I wanted to, again, I know we said it last time. I'm going to say it again. Um, thank you so much for your your reception to this show has been incredible and we're really starting to get a like a a real honest to god community going on here and it's not just runoff from the talking comics podcast which is really nice there's a lot of new faces a lot of new people um people are finding their way to the forums this past week we got a couple of nice letters in there that i will read in a bit because you guys took the time to write them we're gonna take the time to read them let you know that you're being heard and that we appreciate it definitely um, so we played a couple games this week, beat a couple games, dipped our toes in the water for a few, but there's something that I want to know and that I, I think other people want to know as well. Uh, Justin, Ryan Olive, who, if I could, is RRO8502 on Twitter, says, are you guys doing a fantasy football league? I'd love to play it with you guys. Love the show. What's up with that? We are going to do a league. I am going to be the commissioner, and that is my decree. Uh, I'm looking for 10, 10 people to start with. We'll say maybe like a 10 to 12 team league. You know, we'll, we'll see how many people are interested. Uh, if you are interested in playing fantasy football with myself and Jackie, even though she doesn't know she's in it yet, <laughs> I'm sure she'll be down for yeah, it. I she does so. like she, when when we do the Super Bowl. Yeah, she had mentioned it, it uh, earlier a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So if you're interested in playing a fantasy football league with uh, talking uh, games, you can go ahead and uh, follow us and DM us at talking underscore game, and I will start taking a list of who wants to play. And if we get enough people, we will get a league together. Yeah. Just reach out. Reach out. Reach out and touch, Justin. <laughs> Or the prize, but whatever. What do you think the prize is going to be? Like, what are the stakes? What are the stakes know. usually for fantasy football? It depends on each league. Um, there's I'm, like in I'm, one. Of, I'm just used to to money. Yeah, but, <laughs> money, money, money. But it wouldn't be right to play for money. Yes, yes, yes. I usually lose money because my teams lose in the Super Bowl and cause me to throw things. What is the most mm. intense? fantasy football experience you've ever had what was like the hardest fantasy ever out of fantasy football this actually happened to me last year um i was playing in one of my leagues and uh this is a standard league it's not a ppr league so um it's different than a lot of what a lot of leagues do and i was in the playoffs and only four teams make it and then you advance to the super bowl 
and this is like my fourth year in the league in this uh, in my friend's league and this is the farthest I had made it and I was down by 23 points to my opponent and I had my kicker left to play which is pretty much useless like that is a guaranteed loss the best any of my kickers have ever done in the four years I had played was like 15 points so wouldn't you know it my friends are texting me like are you watching the game right now and I'm like, no, I'm too pissed off that I'm not going to make it to the Super Bowl. I'm playing something. And they're like, you need to turn the game on right now. And it was the kicker had already scored like 18 points or whatever. What, I can do math. I was, down by, I was down by five, and he was about to kick a 60-yard field goal. And that would have been six points. Now, 60-yard field goals, there's only you know a handful of those made during the season, if that. And... This guy lines up and he kicks as time expires. So I got I scored, my kicker scored twenty four points. Joe um, was it Justin Tucker on Baltimore. If anybody's listening and they have Justin Tucker, they know what happened in, in this game, and it propelled me to the championship game where I got my ass handed to me. <laughs> but for that moment, it was just like this unbelievable moment where it's just like I had picked this guy up off waivers. I was just like, whatever, I'm not going to win, and to have that victory. And you don't think like watching football players do something would make you feel like wonderful like yes i accomplished this but it totally did now, we're jumping on the couch like uh, I w- Tom Cruise. I, my dad came running in because he's in that league as well and he was like high-fiving me like that was amazing right and i was <laughs> absolutely so was that a money league no <sighs> it wasn't so all but that i would have lost get second place it doesn't matter you place. get second place money <laughs> mm. <laughs> i that second place money i suppose you could get second usually first and then last in some of the leagues I've played in. No, usually second place at least gets their money, you know, their their money back. Well, we'll think okay. of something. We'll think of a good prize. Just, <clears throat> Justin's going to come up with a plan. Uh-huh. Um, I won't be playing because the only time I ever watch football is the Super Bowl. The only team I ever really root for is the Giants. I don't know a single player on any team. And um, I just don't feel like my heart would be in it, and I would hate to... You know, well, that's fair. I'd hate to, to half-ass it through the whole thing, so I'm going to leave it to the professionals. Mm-hmm. Me and Jackie, gotcha. We can do it. All right. So yeah, if you're interested, DM us and uh, we'll um, get it going. Bobby might want a spot on that as well. Oh yeah. So always welcome, Bobby. Hmm. So how do you feel about talking about a little bit of The Last of Us remastered? Because we've got two really good questions, and Rob happened to spend a lot of time with the game this week yes yes i did uh yeah we could talk all right let's um you know what let's get your thoughts first and then we'll we'll go into the question so rob tell me this was your first time playing yes the last of us yes it was and, uh, and how do you feel i mean it, it was absolutely amazing uh i beat it this morning and i'm immediately ready to play the dlc um I mean, I'm I'm sure everyone's heard it before with all the Game of the Year awards and stuff. It's it's won. It is such a great game, and I think it is totally worth. Even if you've played it before, if you have a next gen, uh, if you have a PS4, the fifty dollars is well worth it. Um, just it looks absolutely amazing. The multiplayer. Uh, I was watching people play last night. It looks like a game that I would play multiplayer with. Um, mm. You know, it's it's not the fast-paced Call of Duty type 
multiplayer. Right. It's it's stealthy, sneaking around. Ooh. You know, people yell at you if you actually run because you give away your position and stuff. Oh wow! Okay. So you know you have to chill out and wait for people to come to you or just keep sneaking around. That's and, interesting. Yeah. Oh, Can totally. you still use your like super hearing? Yeah. Yeah. You could up. You get upgrades as you go along in Whoa. the multiplayer. So just like in the game where you buy it with your little pills. Yeah. You, the more you play, you get, you know, the three stages of hearing. Are there infected around and stuff like that? Like, are there like levels with clickers in it and stuff? Not that I saw. Like I said, I only watched a couple of player matches no, last night. No, just the same. No, four on four. I don't think so. I don't yeah. think that clickers are um, okay. like a part of that mode. Yeah. It's so just, it's it's pretty much just like sneaking around looking to just you know get somebody in the in the head with a bat and scissors. Either that or setting nail bombs and, you know. I like the nail bombs. Climbing through the windows behind cool. someone, stabbing them, shooting people in the head. And nice. Snipers. All so very looks, nice things, pretty correct. much. Yes. Yeah. But um, that, that game totally just left me speechless. That That's really all I could say. It, there's nothing else that I could say that would do it justice that really has been said before. Hmm. I uh, I wish that I had gotten to play more of it. I really I got about you said about thirty five percent in I'm possibly like thirty five maybe forty percent. All right, um, but I mean what I've seen of it so far, I'm I'm just now beyond the point where when I was playing it on the PS3, I'm maybe about an hour and change past where I stopped the last time, and um, some of those some of those encounters are just like insane. If you if you screw up even once everybody's on you. It doesn't matter if they're like across a field or mm-hmm. there's several, you know, there's several cars between you. If, if there's a ruckus, like you have to deal with what initially comes and then kind of hang out and wait for the rest of them. Cause they are after you. Well, you're just starting to get into the real heavy people part of it. Yeah. I've, I dude, I'm telling you it, it's been like, I, I don't use my guns if I don't have to. That's like, the point. The point is to try and avoid combat at all costs. Yeah, I'm constantly, you know, sneaking around, putting people to sleep and, you know. <laughs> You're killing them. You're not putting them to sleep. I, you know. <laughs> You're be- thinking all like rainbows. It's and- bedtime. Yeah. It's nap time for, for, you know, infected. Except for the clickers who I stab in the thorax with a uh, with a shard of glass or, or a shiv or whatever. Oh, I, I never used my shivs on, on clickers. What do you do with them then? I just use them to open the doors. Or to fortify my my melee weapons. How do you get rid of the clickers then? Avoid them. Either avoid them, or if I ever get detected, just headshots. Wow. Mm-hmm. But like you could just super slowly crawl as slow as possible, and you could do circles around clickers, and they won't see you. What is that sound? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I uh-huh. guess we should keep going. Boom, 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 boom. I hear it. I hope it doesn't continue. Well, I, was that you? I just shook the table and it, okay, okay. it did it. All right, let's 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 try to ignore it. <laughs> okay. Uh so yeah, you could you could honestly just crawl as slow as possible mm-hmm. and you could do circles around a clicker and they won't detect right. you. Right. So that's that's the whole thing. It's it's the runners that you have to worry about. They're such bastards. Yeah. But it just kills me. And I'm sure this has been again said so much before that that I'm sitting there crawling around and then the NPCs could like run into clickers and stuff and nothing happens. You just have to suspend 
your disbelief there because if it was the other way around, you'd be I frustrated know. like crazy. Oh, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> so I, I could, I, I, there was parts where Ellie was like pretty much just running into clickers. Yeah. And I was just like, well, thank God they're not paying attention to her. I just let that go. Well, it still scares me because I still think that any second they're going to see her. Yeah, right. Correct. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the, the guy that, that you got the car from at one point, Thomas, I believe his name was or something like that. I know who you're talking about. Okay. I don't remember his name. He <laughs> was constantly bumping into infected and clickers and, yeah. you know, he'd run through a doorway to try and find another place to hide and he would just shoulder right into one uh-huh. and they would buck and, you know, kind of stagger back and I'd be like, you really? No, to me, he was the best NPC to me. Uh, he was killing people left and oh, right. Oh yeah, he was definitely was... getting it done, but I'm just saying when he would, uh-huh. you know, go about trying to hide... There was there was many occasions where he would like right into one of them, and I was like, man, if that was me, I'd be dead. I've I've had my my throat ripped open by the clickers so many times. Yeah, that's the most like death scene that I've seen has been them getting on top of me. Because if you don't have like a, a full bore weapon in your hand, uh-huh. you're done. Like yep. you can't you can't fisticuff them to death. Nope. No. So. Nope. 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 Yeah. So. Like I said, um, shivs save for for the doors that you need to pry open with a shiv because mm-hmm. what is in those rooms are worthwhile. I'm going to have to rethink my whole strategy. Mm-hmm. Damn it. Well, you've already missed. If you haven't shivved open doors already. You've, you've I haven't missed. seen any that I've had to shiv open. Oh, wow. You're still okay. coming up to a bunch. Yeah. All right. But you got a bunch ahead of you. But you've missed a bunch. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was a... That, you know, I, I, for people that haven't played the game, I'm just I'm naming obvious locations. But there's there was one back room like inside of a gymnasium. There's a big fight inside of a of a gym. Yeah, and they're trying to get you to leave, and they're like, "Come on, come out the window!" Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, "Wait a minute, like, there's a room back there." And I went back there, and there were like shelves of materials to you know upgrade my weapons and and whatnot, and they wanted me to leave. It happens a lot. They were going to swindle me out of a whole bunch of equipment. If you have time, just walk around and look everywhere. I'm going to do that. If, you know, if you're not being heavily pursued. Because there are houses and open windows and houses and, you know, just, just broken down walls that you don't, you know, you wouldn't normally get to if you just followed the straight path. Right. All right, then. Um, so let's go to a question about The Last of Us. Uh, Chris Sisson from Facebook says, Since Amy Hennig, who was the creative director of the Uncharted trilogy, left Naughty Dog months ago, Uncharted 4's new creative director is now The Last of Us Neil Druckmann, who was the director and writer of that brilliant game. The trailer definitely shows that the tone will be darker and more serious, similar to The Last of Us this time around? Question mark. Uh, the question basically is, do you guys think the Uncharted franchise is going is in good hands uh, and going in a good direction? Or are we concerned that it might be a little bit too much like The Last of Us? Justin. Well, I could give you my opinion, or I could give you the answer straight from the source. From the horse's mouth? Straight from the horse's mouth. Well, nay. Mm. <laughs> I was going to do it, but I didn't dare. Okay. Thank you, Rob. So uh, I noticed uh, this question, and uh, just by happenstance, there was uh, an article on IGN 
and I'm going to read this. For those um, of you listening and don't know, Justin is our Johnny on the spot uh, here on this podcast. I do try. He's amazing. He's the magic man. Uh, so Evan Wells, uh, who is a co-president of Naughty Dog, who produces The Last of Us and uh, Uncharted, uh, had an interview with Eurogamer, and he was talking about this exact question, is The Last of Us um, going to inspire Uncharted 4? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to read this uh, verbatim, and I quote, Uncharted is a completely different franchise, and it appeals to its audience for completely different reasons. I don't think The Last of Us marks a new direction in tone that all of our future games are going to take on. We'd alienate a lot of our Uncharted fans. We want to keep it a light-hearted romp. I think from a technical standpoint, we've learned some things from The Last of Us that will feed into Uncharted. In fact, it strengthens our desire to keep them distinct. End quote. Word. So, bam. My original thoughts were is that it's it's not going to have the tone of The Last of Us. Not that it could, but I don't think it's going to take a darker tone. No. The first trailer um, was definitely a little bit bleak, and the title, A Thief's End, would give you the idea that things might get a little bit bleak. But you can't take Uncharted and turn it into something else. Uncharted is a summer action movie where, you know... Nathan Drake mows down <laughs> hundreds of people without a second thought and kisses the girl at the end and they win the day and that's what it's always going to be. It's it's not going to take um, its tone from The Last of Us. You and don't think that maybe if they're planning on making it like the quote-unquote final installment of the franchise that they're not going to go all Christopher Nolan's Batman no, on No, I could picture them going slightly more mature but not grim and dark yeah. and very serious i think that they know that if they don't have the comedy and they don't have the the lightheartedness that the series can display at times that it would be very ill-received and and i think they know that yeah totally i mean that that's what those games are is you know the the humor and yeah like justin said that the far out action and uh, amy henning yeah her leaving um, the games now uh, with Neil Druckmann and, and Bruce Straley, who directed uh, Uncharted 2, which was mm. our personal favorite on, a, on our one. list. Um, so I don't, I don't think that they, like that game wasn't dark. It wasn't gloomy. And they followed that up with Uncharted, uh, with uh, The Last of Us, excuse me. So mm-hmm. I think it's going to still hold its tone. We're pretty much hearing it from a co-president that it's still going to be a lighthearted romp. And we can look forward to it. Sweet. Woo. <laughs> yeah, I um, I mean, one of the greatest things about Uncharted is that, that blend and that mixture and just how all over the map the tone is. I want an Uncharted movie. Like, there's no tomorrow, but I really, if they're going to do it, I want Bruce Campbell to be cast as Sully. As long as Mark Wahlberg isn't Drake, because <laughs> that's supposedly who they've wanted all this time. Uh, I don't know about. I like Nathan Fillion for yeah, Drake. I think that'd be fun. Everybody wants Nathan Fillion and everything. It's true. He's you know he's Captain Hammer. He's quite awesome. How could <laughs> you not want Captain Hammer in, in your movies? Um, and we got another uh, Last of Us remastered question from Facebook from Darnell Savant Lee. He says the Last of Us remastered out now and GTA Five coming soon. 
How do you feel about the up versions of games not really that old being released instead of backwards compatibility being used? Uh, will you get them? Is it a cash grab like the PS Now and EA's pay service on Xbox? So let's let's break this down and let's tackle it one at a time. Um, Last of Us and GTA coming soon. Uh, how do you feel about up versions of games that aren't that old, Rob? I think it's fine. Um, you know, there are a lot of people that this might be their first system or they might not have been able to purchase that game at the time with their older system and they have the newer system now. Yeah. Either way, um, it, it works out in the end. You know, people that... Something like GTA, I feel that that's what, like a 40-hour game at least? Yeah. Going through that, I have absolutely no desire to, do I. to buy the HD version and, and play through that again. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, Last of, uh, Last of Us, I... Like I said, I never played that, so yeah. I'm happy that they actually did something like that. Um, I don't think it's it's trying to dig into people's wallets uh, that have already played the game because something like The Last of Us, if you've played through it already, it's a very deep emotional story. Um, chances are a very, very high percentage of the people that already played it aren't going to purchase it again. This this right. is going to be all new purchases. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think... I mean, how many how many things have gone by that you didn't get to play? Or just the mentality of possibly people moving into the next gen or who were born into some of the higher... Like, let's say... Let's say you're younger and the only system that you've played have been the HD systems. Like you don't remember the days of the first PlayStation or even the PlayStation 2 where things were kind of muddy and dark and whatnot. That like the idea of going back to play these classic games or these games that they're they're resing them up for a reason because they were that popular because people really enjoyed them and want to see them possibly want to see them in, you know, up-res things. For all those people that can't go back, either don't have access to the systems or just flat out don't want to play the older systems because the idea of going back to them is, isn't attractive to them. This is an opportunity for them to then play those games. Like, for example, um, the Halo collection coming out. I played Halo 1. I, I, played, I might have played Halo 2. Don't remember a single thing from them except for, uh, except for a lot of people jumping sideways. Oh, I'm serious. The, the sideways shuffle? Yeah, that's all I remember wow. from the multiplayer is just, you know, pew, pew, wee. Like, that's what I remember from Halo. I'm looking forward to going into the um, into the, the new, you know, the newer collection stuff um, because I won't go back to my 360. I won't go back to my original Xbox and dust it off and find the plugs and set it up to play, you know, an older version of that game when there's a new high res, beautiful version of it coming out with all the tweaks and all the bells and whistles, mm-hmm. you know, for somebody who's never played it, they're going to sell that for 60 bucks and they're going to give me four, you know, up Halo games. I will definitely play that. That's a I great, mean, that's for, a great deal. Yeah. It for, is. for older games, I could totally understand. Like he was asking in the question, he's saying games from last year, which GTA mm-hmm. and last of us were both last year games. True. Um, Still, though, there are still tons of people that never played those games, and this might be their first system. So there are tons of potential buyers out there. 
Mm. And he mentions the PS Now and EA service. And backwards compatibility. And backwards compatibility. Um, I I mean, PS Now is an open beta, and I've messed around with it a little bit. Um, their pricing structure needs to be fixed, like, ASAP. And they said that they're going to. Yeah. Like, for four... I think it costs two hours, like, $4. That's ridiculous. Um, and I think it's, like, uh, for certain games, I forget what it was, maybe, like, $7 for 14 days or something like that, and so on and so forth. Um that's supposed to take the place of backwards compatibility where it's like, oh, we can rent you the games. No. Um, but that system needs some serious work. And the EA thing, that the subscription service for EA is so strange. I don't even know what that is. What so, is that? I don't even think they know what it is yet. <laughs> so basically, um, EA is offering a uh, subscription service where you can pay $5 a month oh, or $30 okay. for the year. Mm-hmm. And they're going to give you access to four games to start. So I think the four games were Madden 4... Uh, uh, Madden 13, last year's Madden, last year's FIFA, um, well, it's Madden Halo 4, 25, I think it was. Madden 25, yeah. whatever it was, uh, FIFA, Battlefield 4, and Peggle 2. And now you could pay $30 from the, for the year and have unlimited access to those games. Hmm. Um, but I think it's, um, I'm trying to remember if multiplayer was included. I don't know if multiplayer was included. How I, on well, earth would you, you not? Like, you wouldn't need gold. Here's what it was. Since it's an Xbox One um, exclusive, the multiplayer of those games would be locked out if you didn't have gold. Okay. But you could still download and play the single player. You could still play local co-op. You just couldn't go online with it. Mm. More games are going to be added over time. Now, um, if you're a person who likes sports games, I think this is a fin- uh, like a great idea. It also nets you 10% off digital purchases from EA in the future. So you could pay $30 and play last year's FIFA and Madden and get both of them unlimited, uh, unlimited and get Peggle as well and the single player, you know, multiplayer battlefield if you're an Xbox Live um if you're an Xbox Gold subscriber. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see how they move forward with this. Um PlayStation wanted no part of it because they're working on PS Now, which is their rental service. Right. So, you know, it'll it'll be interesting to see how that stuff plays out. I hope that the EA thing I don't like I, I've heard this before and I thought about it. Like, I don't want to have to start getting subscriptions um, for individual um, publishers. Like publishers. publishers? Yeah, oh. like, I don't want to have to do that and then um, get a Ubisoft one and then get an yeah, Activision I mean, one. That whole thing doesn't appeal to me at all. I mean, I forget the fact that it's EA and, and I don't care for the games, but even if it was another company, um, I don't. I don't know that that's good for the industry. Well, it depends. It, it depends. It might be a, it, if you like sports games. Like, say you liked FIFA and you liked Madden, yeah. and you didn't buy the next gen versions of those games for some reason. Yeah, you could pay thirty dollars and then get them. You think it's because the price of last year's version because it, because it does drop so quickly as soon as the new one comes out. Yeah, I mean that's I that's, think that's part of it. Their and way I, of recouping, and I think that EA is one of the only companies that that can do it based on name recognition alone cuz people hear EA and, and they know they, what they, they know, know what it is EA sports yeah. mm-hmm. you know name another company and see if people could like name the franchises that they have you know they just have name recognition so. capcom yeah, yeah exactly I, in in a in a perfect world they would be a capcom well, thing. a lot of people would yeah Every Street Fighter ever. Hmm. So that's the thing. Like, um, they're going to be adding games. It's going to net you um, the ability to get into the games, I think, a few weeks early or a couple weeks early. I'm not 100% on all the details, but you could get into, like, exclusive betas and whatnot. Um, And I think with certain games, you could start playing as they come out a little bit early, like, 
you could possibly get early access, and then if you bought the game. That that part I'm um, like a little bit fuzzy on, but I know like the basics of the thing. It sounds like there's a lot of ins and outs to it, and that's what that's what doesn't attract me to it. It seems like there are a lot of rules. I think it's something that needs to get a little bit of yeah. uh, groundwork laid underneath it. I think I, the idea <laughs> is there that it could eventually be a good value for people. Yeah, like you know. Like I said, if you like sports games, this is a value already right now if you don't own those two games. But it's, imagine when they start adding in more titles. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just say a year from now they add in Dragon Age or uh, Isn't the, the new uh, Dragon Age Dead Inquis- Space? Uh, in- uh, Inquisition. Yeah, but this is like next gen only. It's okay. just for Xbox One. Okay. So a year from now when they add Dragon Age uh, Inquisition or anything else that they're going to be coming out with a year later it's going to be there it's like well i could pick up the game now or i could wait a year and i'll get it for free pretty much yeah because they're already paying that subscription fee it'll be interesting to see where this goes six months from now a year from now to see what changes they've made and and how this thing is moving has it launched yet don't think so i think it's just to limited users they they have a beta going on right now Hmm. there you go did you see what uh in just a, a quick side note did either of you see uh, there was a new um, up-res version of a game coming to Xbox One and PS4? What is they it? They announced it today. What Sleeping it? Dogs. Ooh. Oh, really? Yeah. I never got to play Sleeping Dogs. Neither did I. It's, I downloaded it on PSN um, for free on Plus like six months ago, mm. and I never got around to playing it. But it was just, to me, I thought it was like, that's a random title to choose. That game, well, that game is fun. I've heard only good things about it, but that's like... How long ago was Sleeping Dogs? 2012? 11? A couple of years ago. So it's just like, it's kind of an odd one. Like, And people are still waiting for things to be announced, like the Mass Effect ones. Mm-hmm. And here comes Sleeping Dogs. So hopefully, if, you know, Mass Effect. Have they announced day. a price for the Sleeping Dogs? They one? had a bundle and stuff. Kotaku had the information, but okay. I only got to see the screenshot. Was Sleeping Dogs that big that there would be a whole audience? I think to... Sleeping Dogs was excellent, and it had a lot of great DLC for it. Why the hell so... didn't I hear about this game? I think the thing is, it wasn't one of those games that just took off like crazy, but I think the people that played it recognized, like, this is a quality game. Mm. I think it might have been during that time where everything that came out seemed like it was a GTA clone, and I might have just ignored it. It, it kind of was, but... Mm. But it had substance to it. Yeah, the driving was great. The just <laughs> running around, the the running around and like kung fuing people to death. Was, you can kung fu people to death. Oh, that's the Didn't whole game. Did you not get You're, a gun I'm for in. like a, no, a long time in the for game? For at right? least into seventy five percent of the game, you do not have a gun. I'm yes. You are kung fu. I am. People. That's it. That's it. I'm getting sleeping dogs. Well, I'm glad I could give you this information. Then I am so happy, and it happened right here. Right here on the Talking Games podcast. Breaking news for some people. Every sometime. Thursday at noon. Thursday. <laughs> it's Thursday. <laughs> if you didn't pay attention to the 2014. So, okay, so staying on the Upres HD train, we got a tweet tweet from Rafael Berrios, who is at Dragants on Twitter. How do you guys feel about the Resident Evil HD remake and the series in general? How does oh what we'll, we'll go to that we'll go to that second well like right, let's do this one first. How do you guys feel about the Resident Evil HD remake and the series in general? I will go first. I absolutely positively love the Resident Evil series, except I love Resident Evil one. I love two, three, Code Veronica, four, and maybe five, six. I got about two hours into it 
and I eventually ended up trading it in. I, I just I wasn't grooving on it at all. So pretty much you liked all of them except for the last one. Yeah, I I I haven't I played six. Slayed. I slayed, I think it was four and five, the both of them to the point, like I beat them at least like seven times a piece and got like, you know, infinite bazooka rounds to go through the whole game. So everything was just in pieces uh, walking around. But am I excited for the HD thing? Even though they released, you know, like an HD version or a remastered version on the GameCube um, several years ago. And yeah, no, I absolutely am. It has nothing to do with screenshots. It has nothing to do with them up the game or anything. I just, I would love to play that game again. And if it's going to be gorgeous, then so be it. Um, I don't have my case anymore. And I'm kind of upset that I don't have it, but I bought, um, I didn't even know what Resident Evil was the day that I bought it. I hadn't heard any of the hype. I hadn't seen any gaming magazines, nothing. I just, I saw the case for it and it was still when, PlayStation had like those long cases, Ooh. almost kind of like how CDs used to come in the long boxes. Yeah. Instead of just being the, the plastic casing. It was a zombie face. Right. Yeah. And it was, well, it was the dude, it was, a, there was like a tarantula in the background and the guy with, with the gun on the front and then Resident Evil down the side. And I bought it. I actually bought it at your store. Um, what the hell was it called? Planet Comics. That's it. Planet Comics when they sold hey, video ooh. games. Yep. Um, so yeah, so I picked it up from there and I brought it home. What's up? I loved that store as a kid. Yeah, that was cool. I worked at the Babbage's in that same mall down on the other end. I wasn't half as cool as Planet Comics though. I worked at the GameStop in that mall for five minutes. Oh, sweet. (laughs) Nice. Um, (laughs) yeah, I, I really, I hope to God somebody said to me there, um, I forget who it was. But somebody was talking to me about it, and they're like, oh, I really hope they fix the audio. I hope they do not. I hope that they leave it just the way it is, and that it is just as shitty as it was so many years ago, because that was classic stuff. That was classic. Blood. They, they could at least have a toggle, because... I, I hope this isn't Chris's blood. Okay, obviously that, that has become such a... So good. ...in-joke at this point, <sighs> any, any of those lines, but... If they were to redo the lines, they should have an option to keep original a, a new A new voice cast come in. Blood. I hope this isn't Chris's blood. What do you think, Jill? I don't know, Barry. Justin. That's a bad Jill voice. Yeah. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. I sound just like that, that uh, sexy thing that somebody put together. Did you ever hear that? No. This, oh, really? You never heard the, re- the Resident Evil uh, sex track that was going around for like ever in a day? Oh, I'm God, a, no. Have either of you, have you heard about this, Rob? You look like you have, but you don't want to. No, I would totally admit it. Oh, I as that. soon as we're done recording this podcast, I'm going to find it and play it for you. It's hilarious. I've played all of, I sat and watched somebody play Resident Evil 2 from start to finish. Mm-hmm. That was. You could do that. I, I didn't have a video game console. You don't like horror games. Okay. Uh, and okay. he was like. 10 years older than me and he's just like hey like let's hang out today um because my parents were doing something i was i don't know 13 at the time 14 and Mm -hmm. he was playing because he had a ps2 and i sat there and we figured it out together and the only other resident evil i played was five okay i think and i knew nothing about the story and i was like these mechanics are awful and i don't ever (laughs) want to play this again wow the whole i need to stop and stop to shoot was no thank you yeah that's funny they got rid of that for six that was that was no longer an issue i I believe you could move and aim at the same time in six but it still it wasn't enough 
to you know to to get me to to play the game some more. I was so tired of the whole I have a partner. They did that with Resident Evil Zero was cool, but that got it right. But six like they they're always dumping somebody on you, and no, they're picking up the ammo. They're using ammo. Sometimes they give it to you, which is nice, but they usually just get in the way. A lot of AI people just get in the way. It sounds like, I mean, just from an outsider's perspective, listening to people who are fans of Resident Evil, that that is a game that needs a serious hard reboot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, they've run, the, the well is dry. You know, 4 was spectacular. When 4 hit and they, they changed the whole thing, they changed the game. Like They changed the whole presentation of Resident Evil and people were really into it. That was me. I knocked the thing. No. So, um... <laughs> that was fun because it was fresh and it was new and it was scary because now all of a sudden you had a completely different vantage point with that over the shoulder thing and then they did it with five and then they did it with six and we're no longer in the mansions you know we're in all the, these different places all over the world and it just it just doesn't have the same appeal yeah so i don't know i would love a resident evil where we go back to the uh to the mansions and we we you know rip it up like i still remember how to solve all of the you know the puzzles or or, you know the giant plant you have to poison it or that little room that's off to the side with the the statue of the woman pouring the water and you have to like you know shoulder it in and then you go behind the curtain and there's somebody on the floor and then you go and you have to play the moonlight sonata on the on the friggin piano and stuff like that like all that stuff was so great the first time that the zombie, like you get to that little cinematic and the zombie in the green sweater turned around, like that was, if there was a top 10, like defining video game moments that we did, like a personal, we should do that sometime, by the way, idea, um, that would be on my list for sure. Interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah. When that thing turned around and started coming after me and I didn't know anything about the game when I bought it and I brought it home. And I, you know, nothing had happened yet. It was all just, you know, blood and blah, blah, blah. Let's split up. And I'm like, okay. And I go down this hallway and this thing, like I can hear a munching. And I'm like, what the hell is that? And it just turned around. I went, oh shit, this is a, this is a zombie game. Like, where's my gun? You know, and just that first shot that went off and his head just, the whole back of it just, I was like, oh, I'm in love. Uh-huh. And I it mean, was uh, it was history. That's how all love stories start. Yeah, shooting a zombie through the head. I think I'm done with with any of the Resident Evil series unless they do actually reboot. I'm I'm done. I don't need to play HD. <laughs> really sorry if you guys hear like a, a, a thumping or something. We have no idea what it is. We've moved every object on this damn table and I have no idea what it is. So you'll have to pardon us. All right. So you're so you're not interested then? No. Okay. Are you interested? I'm out. You're out? Yeah. All right. Well, I'll, I'll play it. I'll play it, and I'll tell everybody about it. You guys can go play something else. Uh, la, 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 la. Let's, add, so let's, let's go to another question. Wait, what was the second half of that question? There was no second half. No, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, you know, all right, yeah, let's do it. Uh, <laughs> Dragantz also wants to know, how does Justin feel about Evolve being delayed for those that don't know, that didn't see it, um, the game evolved that we've all been very much looking forward to that was supposed to come out October 21st of this year has now been delayed to February 10th of 2015. Justin, give me some tears. I'm actually all right with it. No tears. No, I mean, I'm, I'm, 
I am disappointed that it's not coming out. Um, it's a four month delay. I mean, if you think about it, it makes a ton of sense for them for 2K to delay this game. Uh, it's been game of show pretty much everywhere it's been. Uh, but every game that comes out could use a little bit of more, a little more polished time. They just ran an alpha on the PC, um, a closed alpha. So I wonder what the results were from that. But delaying it to 2015, uh, February of 2015, it's still in their fiscal year. Mm-hmm. So it's still going to count towards their bottom line for the year. This is next-gen only. So what you're, they're doing is also maximizing their exposure with new consoles after the holidays as opposed to sending it out in October before the holiday season really starts, before people start getting their consoles. Yeah. So what will happen is a bunch of people are going to be getting Xbox Ones and PS4s um, for Christmas or Hanukkah. And then they're going to have the systems there and then boom, just about a little over a month later, this huge game is going to come out. Sure. So it does nothing but help them. It just sucks for us. Right. But does it really? Because there are so many, like, October's crazy. October is absolutely crazy. Uh, so many games have moved away from October now. Shadow of Mortar jumped into September to avoid October. Mm-hmm. Dragon Age got pushed back a month to avoid October. Battlefield moved away into 2015. Yeah. So, and now Evolve. But that still leaves. And I'm well, just. Well, we've gonna, still got like Alien Isolation. Alien Isolation? I'm, I'm going to just throw out yeah. five or six games. Um, I'm going to. I'll go both PS4 and Xbox One. Just big games. We still have Destiny, uh, Shadow of Mordor, Alien Isolation, um, Sunset Overdrive, Call of Duty, Assassin's Creed, Far Cry. And the Halo Master Chief Collection. Damn. That's eight massive games, not counting any sports games, um, that are still coming out in a three-month span. So we're still going to have a bunch of stuff to play. And that just leaves more time for Evolve in October when it, uh, in uh, February when it comes out. Yeah. So what I want to have a discussion with uh, discussion about is Mr. Rob over here. Huh? Here we go. Um, yeah, Jackie's not here for you to fight with. So I'm, oh, I'm, I'm just not, I'm, I'm just kidding. You I'm guys not gonna, aren't gonna I'm fight. I'm gonna hug it out with Rob. But uh, yeah, you have a you have a question for Mr. Rob. So why don't you ask it? So you weren't like I saw in a tweet that you were like, well, you know, I'll try evolve, but like I'm really not into PvP. I'm not into first slash third person online PvP. You know the Call of Duty stuff. The like, uh, like I said, I haven't played the last Last of Us stuff. Who knows if I'm going to like it or not? I don't like interacting with other people online. Hmm. I understand, and I don't know. It it just doesn't tickle my fancy. I'm sure I'll play a couple of rounds, and I'm sure it's going to be fun. But I'm I'm not going to buy the game. Hmm. My original thought was like, you like playing sports games, so you like playing hmm. a you know a cooperative when we played fifa Uh against another team the way that i've always seen evolve is just it's a more cooperative experience by taking down one big thing like one Uh big month like one big friend so i always just thought of it like i never really thought of the game as pvp in that way like i think of it of it as its own like strange little genre but i guess we'll have to wait and see yeah i'm hoping for another hashtag justin is right (laughs) ha I'm, like honestly, it's it's just preference. It's not right or wrong. 
and to me, I'd oh, I rather be, I have to be to right. To me, I'd rather <laughs> wait the week and a half and and buy the order. That's true. The order's coming out in February, and isn't Arkham coming out in February too? Uh, I'm pretty look, sure Arkham look, is February. I forgot that that was next year, and not yeah, this year. Yeah, that's not even that got out of, got out of October list. too. Mm. Well, February two, The Witcher three is also is February twenty fourth. So basically, the order is the twentieth of February. So October Feb it's October and February, everybody's going to be eating ramen. Yeah, pretty much. There, oh God, just looking at this list, PS4 wise, Assassin's Creed Unity, I'll wind up picking up. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, too much. It's, Evil Within. It's a big. It's a. Who's getting? I mean, I I volunteered. Who's getting? Is anybody else getting Alien Isolation? I'm not. I would have. I was gonna do Shadow of Mordor, mm. and somebody was gonna play Dragon Age. I don't. I don't know that. I don't. I mean, I don't know that. I feel confident getting Alien Isolation day one. I might have to wait for some feedback a couple of days for that one. I. They have. I'm sure they're gonna have advanced reviews on that game because they have. They're not gonna. They were burned so badly yeah. by Sega and Gearbox. Um, no, Sega is doing Alien Isolation. Gearbox completely screwing up Colonial Marines that and just tarnishing such janky tarnishing garbage. the alien the alien name. I guarantee that they're going to have unless the game is garbage, they're going to yeah. have advanced reviews two weeks out to give people a little bit of like give it a head of steam going into its release. Yeah. So we'll know the week before what I I would say all of the video game websites think of. Yeah, think I felt so bad when Colonial Marines came out. I had a pre order. I had the hundred dollar version. I love aliens. Like I love the movies, the franchise, the xenomorphs, all of that stuff. And hearing that it was from Gearbox, I you know, I know I knew it wasn't the people that did uh Borderlands, but I was hoping against I played hope it, that I it played would... it at PAX. Yeah. And I thought it was awesome. We played the multiplayer at yeah. uh, at PAX against the developers and uh it was nice. Like we got to hang out behind them to watch one round, them slaughter the people on the other side. Yeah. And we uh, got the idea that the systems for the game, and then we got to verse them. And they were the Xenos, and we were the Marines, and it was terrifying. Like they could come through vents and stuff at you, and we lost by one kill. Uh, so we were like, we were right there, and I was like, this is a lot of fun. Me and my buddy were really excited about it, and then fo- like fours all over the place, like four out of ten, four out of ten, four out of ten. Yeah. So I mean, I feel bad for Sega because they're doing the. Uh, isolation games so i mean they must have been like looking at it being like god damn it like you guys are killing us with this bad aliens game so yeah there'll be it's not the first one though there have been a couple bad ones yeah but like i i think that they're gonna want it it's getting positive buzz around it right now i think they're gonna want to continue that and get the reviews out for the game nice and early so people get jazzed for it Hmm. so we'll see yeah um like i was saying my friend my friend brendan picked it up and he was playing it and i i never opened my version i kept everything wrapped up because i had a feeling about it and i said let me let me let him play it for a couple of days and see what happens and we went over and we were playing it and the whole time just inside my head i'm like this is not good this is not good and he kept insisting that it that it was and it just in the end i mean in the end he conceded and, and said you know it's garbage it is it, it, it is garbage it's a shame because it's so ripe for for an amazing game, especially an amazing multiplayer. But I don't know, I don't know that putting you in, like I know a lot of people like being the Xenomorphs or the different aliens. I guess you could do that, but I mean, have more. What was there three? 
Yeah, there was there wasn't a lot of options. That was just a bad game. Hopefully, isolation sets the bar, you know, higher, and they can yeah. take they, then other studios could take that IP and go from there. Yeah. Now, are you getting Unity Assassin's Creed Unity? Are you still <sighs> I on the fence? I will probably get it because I usually end up. The only one that I've never played was three. Okay. Um, if there's enough people on it, and I'm I'm seeing tweets and stories and. Jackie is definitely going to be getting it. You're going to be getting it, Justin. I, I think so. You're I'm pretty, thinking I'm gonna, about getting it. I'm probably going to play it. What's up? Well, it's the same day as Sunset Overdrive. Uh, Sunset Overdrive wins for me. Sorry. Yeah. See. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. a bold move. Did you see that white console? That yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, I did. God. <laughs> Why couldn't they just do it from the start and give me an option? My buddy's getting the white PS4 with Destiny, and I'm like, I oh, got so freaking lucky. Trade. Be like, I'll give you money. It'll get dirty as shit, though. Nah. nah I, I, what, what, do you, like, clean. roll around in the dirt with your console? Like, I don't roll around in the dirt. I roll around. Well, I mean, mind. there you go. That's why it's all getting all <laughs> Oh, filthy. shit. You know what happened? Um, And this is no surprise. My The rubber on the left analog of my PS4 controller is already tearing and starting to, to come off. Why do you have the worst luck? No, it has nothing to do with luck. It's entirely my fault. Um... We'll stop biting I guess, on it. No, I don't bite it. I guess I just... I, I'm i a very intense game player, and I, I grip the controller very hard. You should see my my uh, Xbox controllers. Every single one of them, there's this like crazy indent in the left analog stick from me just like pushing it in and crushing it. Maybe you should have one of those weird. things in your hand that like relaxes stress uh-huh. and use that before you play. I'll get a Doctor Who I don't even use my toy. thumb. I use like, like the... Yeah, I, I, I do Where that too. Where my thumb like bends, I just keep that on there. I try to do mm. that as well, but I can't. I can't always be aware of what's happening. I'm in the moment. Well, you guys skipped over a conversation. Did we? Uh, you both played a little Rogue Legacy. Oh, we were gonna get to that. Oh well, I thought you just totally missed it. No. Okay. I got a I got a screen with an outline in front of me, man. I'm on top of things. Hey yo. Hey. What? All right. So how about that Rogue Legacy? How about that Rogue Legacy? <laughs> <laughs> now, Justin, this is your first time playing the game? I will just throw this out there. I looked at the game and was like, nope, totally not my thing. Do not want to play this. Nope, 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 nope. I don't like Spelunky. Procedurally generated is not my thing. I, you know, art style, 2D, like I was just like, meh. And, and then you heard I, the music. I didn't hear the music. I didn't hear anything. I heard the the part about you dying and coming back as an ancestor who could have IBS. Yes. And you coming back as an ancestor from him as somebody who has Tourette's yes. and vertigo and so on and so forth. And I was like, seems like a, like an interesting idea. Yeah. And so I started it and I have not looked back since <laughs> I am level 65 right now. Very nice. And I have beaten the first mini boss um, I have made my way into the forests. I've made my way into the Maya because I have no idea. Oh, which dude, one's the, right the, way to the go. Maya is rough. Yeah, I cleared out the Maya. You're not my, ready for the Maya yet. I cleared it out. Did you? I just didn't. I I, I couldn't get to the boss, but I cleared That's out impressive. like most of it in my on my six thousand gold run. <laughs> okay. So I mean, like I know that's absolutely paltry numbers. Compared. No, 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 no. I'm still. I'm a level seventy. Um, I muck around mostly in like the first dungeon and in the jungle. Um, and I still, I've beaten the first boss and, but I have not, the, 
f giant. I won't actually. No, I won't ruin it for you. You, you guys are playing it for the first time. I beat the first dungeon boss, and I've fought the second boss twice. Both times, I got it down to no health, and we both killed each other at the same time twice. I played him. Um, well, you know what? First, for people like me who had no idea what Rogue Legacy really was, I guess I'll just do a brief uh, synopsis of the game. You're a descendant of the king who's been it slain. Matter. You're trying to get your way through this castle to save a family member. And the castle is procedurally generated. Every time you enter the castle, it's a different layout. But when your guy dies, you come back as an ancestor of that person. And you could choose from three different ancestor lines. Male or female. Male or female. It's um, it's randomized. It could, be all, it could be bearded, all bearded female. It, it could be all men. It could be all female. It could be something different. And each character you choose has different traits. So one could be a tank. One could be... Um, Somebody who does a lot of damage on their swings but can't do critical hits. And mm -hmm. then you could have the, re the reverse of that. Somebody mm -hmm. who does a lot of crits but not, like, damage each time. Yeah. And then they'll have secondary traits where um, they could add bonuses. Like, you can have this thing where your feet are completely numb. And that means you could run across spikes. Yeah. Or you could have IBS and your character could fart all the time. Uh, you could have Tourette's. <laughs> you could have Vertigo, where the the stage is upside down. You could have dyslexia. That is the worst. Yeah, you yeah, have I dyslexia. never, I never, I'll avoid that one at all. My costs. friend got his highest gold run on Vertigo, and I don't understand that at all. Um, I got one of my highest runs on, I think, Farsighted. Like everything beyond just in front of me was all blurred Blurry. out. I and love. Uh, for some reason, I worked my magic, and it was one of my highest runs. The nostalgic nostalgia one has like a sepia. Uh, the sepia tones, yeah, yeah, the sepia tone over it. And so, then there's uh, color blindness where it's monochrome, and uh, there's where you you can't see in 3D, so the characters just feel like they're like when they turn, they like little flip paper Mario's, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I mean, you could there, there's also traits that don't add anything. Like you could be gay, and I'll just say you're a fan. If you're a dude, you're a fan of the dudes, or you're, you're a fan, fan of, of the ladies, ladies, yeah. Which is just like just something that they throw in there. Um, there was another really good one. Um. It'll come to me later. You're afraid of chickens? Yes, you're afraid of chickens. So what happens is you'll hit somebody, and they'll drop a chicken bar for you to pick up and eat, which will give you back health, which is super necessary. Mm -hmm. But when you have that one, uh, it'll be a chicken that will come and attack you yep. and kill you. What I like about the game, much more than Rogue Legacy, uh, than, excuse me, than uh, Spelunky, which I uh, originally had um, compared it to. Was Preconceived that notions. Yeah, it's okay. more forgiving. Like, Spelunky, you could die, and that's it. Like, you go back to the start. This, it, in a way, almost encourages you to die, because every time you die, you're taking the gold that you got from your last run and building your own manor. And when you build your manor, you're adding attributes to yourself. You're increasing your overall health. You're increasing yes. your critical strikes. You're increasing this. You're increasing that. Uh, there's also magic in the game where every character can have like a magical trait. Yeah. So they can throw an axe or they it's essentially can throw it's knives. like the sub weapons from yeah. Castlevania. Um. So the the point of the game is to go in to the castle and then survive for as long as you can, get the highest gold run you can, and then come back and increase your stats. So like what I've mm -hmm. been doing is there's this uh, Grim Reaper at the door. Yeah. That comes and Haggle. takes away your money every time you re-enter. So it encourages you to spend your money. Mm -hmm. What you can do is now you can uh, put um, 
point traits into his category. And instead of taking all your money, he'll start with 90%, then 80%, then 70%. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing. And I've been like going back in. I mean, I'll go to him with a thousand gold and then he'll only take away 600. Now I'm starting my round with 400. And that's how I eventually built up to getting 6,000 in one, one yeah. run when my highest one before that was like 3,200. Yeah, they have you can you can go up to 5 which basically halves the money that he takes from you. Yeah. So like 50%. There's also a there's a money one. Have you been doing that? I haven't got to that point yet. That one that's the if that's available to you, it's off on the right-hand side of so the yeah, castle. So yeah, I haven't uh, since I've been building my guy as physical, I haven't even gone to the right side oh, of the castle. Oh, dude, yet. no, you have you have to unlock that and you need to get that money one cuz that money one it ups I'm up to almost I think like 22 pieces of gold per coin what yeah dude jesus i've yeah. been doing this all wrong there's there's that there's that really? um stat that you can up i think you can get that up a couple times and then there are runes that you can yeah. that you can equip to yourself and you can stack them so right now i have four money runes on top of several levels put into that so i'm making like crazy bank going I, didn't, through. I have yet to come across a money room since the, the castles are procedurally generated yeah you can come across these chests that you open. Yeah. Some will contain money, and some will contain either blueprints for armor, which you can build, mm-hmm. or runes where you can visit somebody and they'll equip runes onto your stats. So, like, the runes I have gives me, one like, plus one vampirism. So I'm always getting health back when I kill somebody. It's a small amount, but it's, it's a something. Yeah. Um, but I haven't come across any of the money ones lately. It's funny. I'm watching Rob right now. He's playing a video of Rogue Legacy. And that giant eye... Yeah, he has patterns which you have to follow to beat him. And there was always this one stream he does where it's like you have to run and jump and jump. And I would always get hit when I ran to the top. I never thought about doing the down attack, jumping from platform to platform. <laughs> and I would always get hit with that until it's funny. There is a um, a trait that you can get that allows you to shout, and it's pretty much a ripoff on Skyrim. The Fusroda. The Fusroda. So I was you. I would have that character and anytime that I, where I got chased up into the corner I would use the shout to get all the beads away and so I was able to eventually beat him without getting hit that's smart but I never thought about doing the down attack on the ice so I'm watching Rob and I'm like son of a gun the down attack is not an easy thing to land especially when you get into a corridor where no. it's all spikes on and the, they give you those little platforms that unfold it, I talked to Bobby and Bobby's like I hadn't tried the game on the Vita yet because when you buy the game you get it for the PS3 yeah the PS4 like the cross, cross buy and the Vita and I tried the down – he's like, the down attacks are much easier on the Vita, and he's totally right. Like, mm. I, I played it at work uh, last night, and I was like, yeah. wow, this is much, much simpler. Mm. But on the controller, it's a little bit hard. Um, basically, for me, I was going to crap on this game. Like, I, I just did not look like something I would be interested in, and I mm. couldn't have been more wrong. And I I encourage people to try it. It's it's fun. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're into you know the Metroidvania, especially Castlevania uh, kind of stuff, I find it very hard to believe that you wouldn't get into this game. The uh, like the different heirs to the to the throne or or that come into play, just the sheer variety of circumstances that you could wind up with because you only get to select from three, and there are sometimes randomizers where you don't even know which one you're picking. It's just yeah. three question marks. The, when I faced the second boss. I got to the forest boss, mm-hmm. and I was, I got a tank. My character was a tank, but I could not see my health bar at yeah. all. So I, I had no uh, clue yeah. how much health I had when I went in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had one where my sword was invisible. 
Oh, I haven't seen so, that one yes, yet. Yeah. Um, so gi- now, what? What's the one immediate one that if you get it, you will kill yourself? In Monochrome. 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 I cannot. I can't play that game in, in black and white. I Mine's, can't do it. Mine is Vertigo. Vertigo is impossible. Yeah. I never. I've never played with Vertigo because I refuse. So maybe that's the top. Uh-huh. But um, when it's in black and white, sepia tone, I can deal with. I can even deal with the near and far sighted. I cannot deal with the game being in black and white. If I don't have that mixture of color, it just all bleeds together into one gray mess for me. And it doesn't even look bad. It's just my taste. Like, I just I don't want to play the game like that at all. Dwarfism is also... That, that was another trait. You could be a dwarf. Yeah. Well, dwarfism the- is awesome because there's all these... Have you been seeing those little yeah. secret things? Like, if something is... Like, if you're walking along uh, a platform or or the ground and there's a piece of the ground that looks different, chances are that you can actually drop down into tunnels and walk through invisible tunnels to get to treasure chests and stuff. The only problem with dwarfism, though, um, besides the fact that they tell you that you'll never be able to ride a roller coaster, is (laughs) that uh, their hitbox is so much smaller for swinging, and you have to get much closer to the enemies to hit them, which is a a little bit tricky sometimes. But I've had good runs with dwarves. Mm -hmm. Um, I have to look now to see. Like, you know, I I should pick them more to try and find the hidden spots in the castle. I haven't been doing that, right? So, so Rogue Legacy, awesome, excellent. Yeah, I I love it too. And honestly, uh, I'll talk a little bit about another game. But uh, Rogue Legacy, I was supposed to play just The Last of Us. That's what I said on the last show. And that's what I was gonna do. That did not happen. As as much as I am absolutely loving The Last of Us. It's been it's been a Guardians of the Galaxy week for me between reviewing the show on the com- uh, comics podcast, going to see the movie twice, and just trying to get caught up with work and stuff like that. So it's been much easier for me to just grab a pickup and play a game for forty minutes rather yeah. than like hunkering down for two to three hours to really get some work done on Last of Us. Well, I say I I said I was going to play last uh, Rogue Legacy for. 20 minutes last night and I looked up and I was like, oh good, two hours went by. Yeah, that's that kind of game. That's great. It's it's one of those, oh, just one more. Oh, just one more. Yeah, that's so, pretty much how it's going. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really glad that you're into it and that you're digging it because that is like in some of the end of the year awards from last year since it did come out last year, it ended up getting like way pushed on some lists and I felt that that was kind of unwarranted. I, I think it's genius. I don't think it's the best game compared to other things that no, came out. It's but it's awesome. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. So if you guys haven't checked out Rogue Legacy on any of the platforms yet, you should do that. You know what's not a lot of fun though? What's not a lot of fun? Watch Dogs. Oh, you're not. Uh, I'm trying to think of a of a dog analogy. I'm coming up with nothing. Just tell me about it. What's Good, because I would squint. Uh, I'm gonna spend a very short amount of time on this. Ubisoft open world games are just It's all bark not- and no bite. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Ubisoft open world games are just apparently not my thing. Um Rayman. I, I Rayman's my favorite out of all of them so far. Rayman dogs. Um I just could not get into this game for the life of me. And I'm at the point now where there's so many other things I want to play that it, I played it for a few hours, not 2 hours, 3 hours maybe. And I was just done. Like, um, I got to the point in the first, uh, where you're doing your first driving mission. And okay. I <laughs> went to start the mission, and all of a sudden I was being invaded. And I'm like, oh, what's what's this? Like, okay. 
um, and I had to go invade somebody, and I'm like, oh, this is the game just, like, forcing this on me now. Like, all right, like, I'll do it this one time. And so I invaded somebody and beat them, which was harrowing, to say the least. Like, he was right on top of me, and that was at 99%, and I just started running away. And then I went to go start this mission, and four straight times I tried to start the mission, I got I started being invaded. And I found that to be obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Now, you could turn it off, which they don't tell you that you can do, but you can turn it off. But I just could not get into the game whatsoever, and I think a lot of it has to do with it is overwhelming the amount of stuff that is on your your mini-map. Hmm. Like I too could, many icons? Too many icons, and I, I don't want to sound like, you know, in my day there was one icon on the map and that's where you're supposed to go. I understand what they're trying to do. It just felt like I anytime I open the map, I'm like, where the hell do I need to go? Okay, the yellow. I have to go on this yellow side on the other side of the map. And I had to like get past 50 icons for all look like different things. And it's just like I, 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 I could never – it felt so overwhelming. Like this game is so massive. Like I don't know which way to go first. Like hmm. should I start this stuff? Should I not start this stuff? The driving Rob was right was, is – awful i mean not that these type of games need to have expert driving but like i stole the supercar or you know a let's say ferrari and i'm driving and it's going really quick really fast which is hey that's a lot of fun but like i i did a a sharp turn and i mowed over like 25 pedestrians and it was just like (laughs) well you're an you're an evil bastard now congratulations like no i didn't didn't want that no it's the absolute (laughs) worst handling of a car it wasn't my fault uh-huh. They were in the way. They were in. They were. They were in the street. Like now, get out of the street. You had this game pre-ordered and ready to buy. I never had it pre-ordered. Like it just. It, it never. It never floated my boat that much. Where okay. I was okay. like, I'm gonna definitely play this game day one. I I wanted to see it. It's just like I don't know. Like too much. Too much stuff going on. And then I I finally figured out okay like i have to turn this invasion thing off or i'm never going to see the game mm-hmm. and then i i did the car chase and it was like it was uh you have to escape the police and i was like all right like i could either sit here and force my way through this game even though i'm not enjoying it or i could try this rogue legacy game and yeah. i end up liking rogue legacy a lot and yeah. even if i didn't like rogue legacy i pre-ordered the swapper so i could have tried the swapper yeah, i, I could have done too. this so like that's my new thing now it's like if i'm not enjoying a game I'm just not gonna. I'm not gonna. Moving on. I'm not gonna go with it. And so that's if that's that's my thought for Watch Dogs. People, you know, people like this game a lot, and mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. my personal opinion. It was Rob's personal opinion. I, I, if you like that type of stuff, I, I could totally see why this game could keep you occupied for sixty hours. But yeah. for me, it just was like I'm not. It didn't grab me enough right off the bat to make me want to be invested for half of that, which it looks like I would need to do right. to level up enough to do certain things. And I, I, I don't know. I, I don't like just being thrown into other people's games with no yeah, I don't warning whatsoever. I wish there was an option at the start where it was like, hey, we're going to give you this option. Do you want to do it or not? And I would have instantly just chose no. Right. But You mean you don't want to play online with other people? I don't want to play oh, online with other people. I see what's going on here. I'm kidding. Single I'm player games. Kidding. I actually thought the first person I was fighting against was just a computer. I'm uh-huh. like, oh, they're giving me an example of what online would be like, and nope, that was totally a dude. It's interesting. Rob, did you finish the game? Oh, no. <laughs> did you finish Amazing Spider-Man 2? Almost. 
Almost. I'm almost there. Almost. I will finish it by year's end. All right. I didn't. Mean, I didn't cut you off, did I? No, no, no. I, yeah. I'm done. I didn't want to take up a lot of uh, a lot of time on Watch Dogs. I said I would play it last week and give a further impression, and that was my impression. Yes. All right. So Watch Dogs sucks. Um, you know, <laughs> sorry. You know what I played? Uh, Road not taken. Anyone? I downloaded it today. So did I. I downloaded that in Fez. Okay. So I know what Fez is because I've played it plenty of times. Mm-hmm. But please tell me what Road Not Taken is. Okay, so Road Not Taken, I meant to, uh, Justin, actually, if you want to look up like a Wikipedia thing so we know who made it and all that stuff, I want to give them credit. Um, Road Not Taken is a PS4. It's, it's free this month if you're a PS Plus member. You can download it. And what it is, it's being described as a roguelike puzzler. So here's the deal. You're in this gorgeous world. The, the the graphics and the art style of it is very, very cool. It's got kind of a, I want to say like a Final Fantasy almost meets Animal Crossings kind of vibe to it. Spry Fox is Was the name of the developer. Spry Fox? Yeah. Okay. Um, so you're this, like you look like, uh, was it Vivi? from Final Fantasy, you're this little dude with a cloak on and you got these little glowing, you know, beady glowing eyes. And so far, the game the game looks very dense and they don't give you a whole hell of a lot of explanation as to what you're going to do. But basically the object of the game is this. There are kids in the town that have gone missing and the town needs these kids to be like working in the fields and stuff. So there's already this really weird vibe about it that I'm noticing because I I had to save 10 kids. And by the time I got to five, the mayor like popped up and he was like, that's cool. Like, that's enough if you want to stop now. And I'm like, there's five more kids. Like, there's five more starving, frightened children off in the woods. And you're telling me that it's cool because you don't have enough food for them, though. We have enough to work in the fields and do our bidding. It's fine. Come back for some beer and coffee. Yeah, no. Um, So the object of the game is is that you you go in and they'll tell you. They'll block off the paths to the next room. It's kind of like a grid. And there'll be a sign and it'll say, you know, three trees, two bushes, two, you know, two deer. And what you have to do is you have to manipulate... Um, characters and like plant life and all these different things that are on the board. Sometimes the things stay stationary and you can pick them up and move them or they move as you move. So something like the deer, if I move a square, it's almost like an RTS. If I move a square, they move. And you have to kind of figure out the pattern up, left, right, down and get them into a grouping and or pick them up in the right direction. You can only pick something up if you pick something up like from the south, you can only throw it south. Hmm. So if you can't, if you pick up something that's below you and there's like junk to the left and right of you and you can't go up, that like you need to either start over or figure something else out. And here's the deal you can move around as much as you want, but the moment that you pick up an object, the moment you pick up something and move it, your you have a health bar that with every step that you take that you're carrying this object depending on how heavy the object is it will take life away from you Oof. so it now becomes a matter of not only figuring out the pattern and placing the object in you know throwing the object in the right direction but you now have to plot your steps um there are power-ups there's like jars of honey 
and stuff that you can pick up. But what struck me about the game, I've only played it for maybe a half hour, but right from the get-go, like I'll say World 2, is it's hard. Like it's really, like I'm looking at it and I'm going, how in the hell am I, this is going to take a little while. Like you got to sit there and you really got to kind of break your brain to solve these puzzles because there's just, you go into a room and suddenly it's filled with stuff that you've never even seen. And anything that you touch is cataloged into this little like log book of yours. And there'll be rocks where you're like, you'll go down into a room and they'll be like, you need three red rocks. And all you have is like one blue rock in that room. And then there's two blue rocks and one red rock in the room above you. So you have to carry one object from one room to another watching the steps as you as you bring it and then you have to know that when you throw the rock when it lands it changes colors rob is just shaking his head no 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 it actually sounds very into i've I've played many puzzle games like this on the nes and stuff yeah so, so it makes it does make sense it's just just trying to picture it as it's going on it's very uh it's very intimidating it's very, why are you squinting at him What's i'm not on? squinting I'm, I'm just waiting for you to be done so i could say something to you that's all Jesus. Hey, ooh. Did you hear? Uh, ooh. No, 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 no why don't you tell me, tell me, interrupt me and tell me now. Okay. And stop with the so, shaking. I don't know what that is. I don't know what you did. So we had a little discussion before the show about whether or not this was taken from a poem. Oh. And from their website, we're thrilled to announce the official release date of Road Not Taken. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And our take on Robert Frost's poem of the same name. Ooh. So, yes, this was inspired, I guess, directly from that poem from Robert Frost. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Considering I saw a tweet earlier of guys saying the exact opposite. He was a liar. You were a liar, sir. What a jerk. Whoever you are. It sounds like a totally interesting game. I I downloaded it, and I had no idea what it was about. It just, it looked interesting. So I'm going to give it a shot. First, I'm going to try the Swapper, though. Yeah, I I bought the Swapper. And uh, I meant to play it before uh, this week's show, but I just I just didn't have a chance. Honestly, every time that I went to go and play a game, it ended up being Rogue Legacy. Yep. And then I tried I tried the puzzle game because I was like, you know, Swapper looks like something that I'm going to have to really learn a lot of the mechanics. I didn't know that I was going to have to learn a bunch of stuff to play Road Not Taken. And it looks doesn't look like it'll be a very long game, but it looks like with every world that you enter, it's just going to get more and more ridiculous. Um, I'm telling you, when you play it and you like even World 2, like the first room or so, you'll be like, oh, this isn't so bad. And then all of a sudden you'll just walk into a room and you'll go, what? Yeah. Um, So, you know, pretty cool stuff. Uh, Definitely, if you're a PS Plus member, pick it up because it is free. And if you don't like it, you just delete it. So uh, uh, we got a question here from our own Melissa Megan. She says, for my first Final Fantasy experience... Which should I start with? Before we answer the question, I want to also put the question out to our listeners. Which Final Fantasy title do you think Melissa should play for the first time? Tweet it at us at talking underscore games, write it in the forums, or send it to us on Facebook, facebook.com slash talking comics. That's the home right now of the talking games. I say that every week. I have no intention of making a whole page for talking games just yet. Maybe down the world, down the line. Uh, Rob, you're our, you've played the most Final Fantasy out of anybody here. What do you think is the best starting point for Melissa? Um, I would say if she has a DS, like a, a plain old DS, 
just go out there and and search for the uh you know three four five six three was so hard that version that came out for the ds i played that when Mm -hmm. i was in the hospital i got my ass kicked i ended up playing elite beat agents instead well, there's there's going to be various numbering discrepancies based on whether it was three in the U.S. or this was three in Japan. This well, one, the, the three in Japan was hard. Yes, yeah. the three in the U.S. was the Super Nintendo one. Yeah, I wound up with no elixirs, and mm. I was like, I was screwed. Either way, I I would, me personally, I would probably go for um, Final Fantasy four. Okay, on the ds that is nice simple beautiful story um very simple mechanics Mm -hmm. and from there if you want to jump into next gen uh go with 10 10 is 10 is very good 10 is fun yeah yeah honestly and then if you still have your old playstation laying around uh go with nine nine is awesome no seven no. Seven's the best one. No, you don't need to play seven. What? Nope. With Cloud and... T- wow, are you kidding? No, you just go watch friggin' Go watch the movie. Don't. I'm not saying that I hate seven. If, if you were to put seven and nine in front of me and say, here, give this to someone and okay. tell them to play it, okay. I would tell them to play nine. Okay. I think it's a more enjoyable experience. Okay. I recommend seven. Okay. I'm just fine. kidding. No, no, nine nine was great too. Um Final Fantasy Eight is Karen Hug, who is uh Bobby's fiance. That's her favorite Final Fantasy. She's a nut for Final Fantasy games and Resident Evil games. Uh huh. And Silent Hill. Eight is hardcore. Eight is hardcore. Eight eight you gotta really stick with the story. But mm. eight is fun. All right. Um did you hear about the new trading stuff with, with GameStop? I did. Uh-huh. I did. Did you? I heard about it. A little bit. Do you uh, trade a lot of games in? I do trade some stuff in. Uh-huh. Um I, do. I mean what's the what's the deal? They're doing they're doing a twenty percent markup, so if you were gonna trade something in that was ten dollars, you'll now get twelve. You would always get more credit if you if you pre- were reserving reserving something. something and you would get much less if you wanted cash. Now I think they've evened it out, right? Correct, yeah. Uh and this is just reading it from from GameSpot, but starting August eighteenth, um, it'll reduce the complexity, so you don't need to put money towards a game to pre-order it, or any other promotion to get the maximum value for a game. Um, in-store credit value will remain larger than the cash value for trade-ins. Uh, average price paid per game will rise by twenty percent, and uh, expect to just be beaten down by sales associates about this over and over again. Oh yeah, they've already they've leaked what yeah. the customers are supposed to say now. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Um what the customers are supposed sorry, to say. Sorry, what the <laughs> no. employees are supposed to no, say. No, I hear you. I hear you. I have a friend who's a a manager at one of the stores. I'll have to pop in and and ask him what the deal have and give me the the speech. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if if it's if it's helping out the the consumers, then then I'm all for it. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna if you're telling me that you're gonna give me more money for the games because the the prices for games have never been fair from I GameStop mean, unless you do it right away. Yeah, which is ridiculous because you haven't even had time. They're like, trade it in within the month, 
uh-huh. and you know we'll give you less than half of what it's worth. No, if, I mean, I, I, I've traded in games before to them and gotten like thirty-five bucks, like yeah. within the first month. Like if it was a game like a single, it was a single-player game that uh-huh. you could blow through really quickly. You can yeah. get your, you can get up. To, I think it was like the most I've ever seen was like somebody get like forty dollars, but like two weeks yeah. after a game came out. But it was a game like Uncharted. Or something yeah. where you just went through the story and that was all that there was. Yeah. And then plus, if if you were smart about it and you planned accordingly, you know, if you played through a game and they were running one of their 30% promotions mm-hmm. and you did intend to reserve different games. Yeah. Then that that was the best way to get more money. You know, if you were usually going to get thirty bucks for a game, and then they were going to give you thirty percent extra. Yeah. To I seem to always miss like a, the Last of Us thing. Like I missed that by a week. Yeah, it was, maybe uh, it was really? only during the first yeah. week. Yeah, because everybody's like, "Do it now! Do it now!" Until you know, before something happens, and then the very next week, they're like, "Hey, come down and bring us your old PS3 Last of Us, and we'll give you the other one for half off." And I'm like, "Great." Well, yeah. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, someone tweeted us about the Marvel heroes and the um Infinity? In, not Infinity. The Marvel oh yeah, well it was no, it was the Marvel Lego. Lego Marvel and Injustice being oh, yes. on sale. Yeah. So like honestly if anyone ever has any sales tips or, or hot deals going around maybe for that I think day. It was Chris. Yeah, just yeah. tweet them to us. We'll retweet it out or if we mm-hmm. know stuff that, that that's going on yeah. because, you know, people or, you know, sound bars for TVs. Justin, <laughs> I returned it. Really? Why? Oh, it, no. it wasn't compatible with my TV. Uh, Why didn't you? I, I would have I taken it off your hands, save you the trouble. I didn't think it was compatible. It was old. I don't know if it was compatible oh. with old, like TVs. Well, that's why they were trying to get rid of them then. I know. <laughs> I'm going to get one, though. All right. But either way, just, just uh, yeah, send them around. We'll, we'll just yep. start in- Nice um, save money circle. And if you want to follow, um, there's a there's an account called it's uh, on Twitter. It's at cheap ass gamer on Twitter. He usually he has like his finger on the pulse of all that stuff, and he'll tweet out all the deals yeah. with links. Okay. So or, or we could just follow them. Well, whatever. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I know. I'm giving him. I'm giving him free press. I try and retweet. Whatever, we're, uh, we're retweet all in this together as much as I can. Yeah, about, oh, about deals and stuff. Like well, that. I mean, we don't have like a, we don't have like a news section or anything really on the Talking Comics site. So I mean, we we have to tag to yeah. other people's stuff. Um, so we got a we got a few more questions, and we're we're running uh, a little bit long on time, or not long yet, but we will be running over. Um, Rapid fire, let's go. So, well, no, I don't want to. I don't want to short shorthand any of these. Maybe we'll we'll push some of these to the next show. But there is one inflammatory comment on here from Twitter from uh, Chuck, who is at Chuck. Uh, Chuck is infamous on Twitter, and he says, "Get this at talking underscore games. The Arkham series is overrated. Discuss. I don't think that it's overrated at all, Chuck." You're out of your mind. <laughs> Here's my thing. I, th- I know I know Chuck personally, so I could say I know that. You, I know you do. Uh, I think the the Arkham... Overrated? No. No, I don't think that they're overrated. I mean, I think that the combat, um, the combat in Arkham has been copied now and is going to be copied for quite some time. Yeah. I don't think it's the greatest story in games, but it is the greatest... I, I I think without question it could be said it's the greatest superhero game ever. It's definitely the the best comic book character related game that we've ever, that we've seen 
probably over ever 20 years yeah i when arkham uh asylum was coming out people thought it was a joke yeah like oh look another batman game i wonder how far under five this game's gonna get on a scale of 10 Mm -hmm. and then that game came out and people said jesus christ this game's amazing like you have to play this game and then arkham city came out and to me blew arkham asylum out of the water um i arkham knight looks like it's going to blow arkham city out of the water which is hard to fathom um i can't see i just like i can't say that i I can't see it being overrated like i need to know what chuck what you were thinking like what your your thoughts are like what what you find what you didn't like about the game um yeah because i mean for a comic book story or a video game story the story was pretty good the combat was pretty good the yeah i mean for for somebody to 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 make a statement and say that a game is overrated without having any you know context as to as to how you mean it's kind of a little difficult to gauge um if you feel like writing your thoughts you can always uh post something up in the forums on talkingcomicbooks.com slash forums or um send us an email podcast at talkingcomicbooks.com hit me up chuck i want to know um, what you're thinking bobby will forward it to us and we'll uh you know or just get in touch with justin and let him know i need um, to I, I need to know i have to know all right Tell me. no i don't i don't I, I think maybe that some of the mechanics since like you said they've been borrowed um a couple of times now that perhaps we're getting tired of seeing that pattern or or things like that end up in games what do you think rob yeah what do you think you're you're getting squinty now too uh, <laughs> no that's not, that's not the face i make i'm sorry no that's oh, a no, different no, kind no. of squinting that my medicine's making me sleepy uh i don't think it's overrated i just wish that that they wouldn't have pushed origins out and other uh, butts and then that's a you good, know, well, that's a good point, right? And then right Rocksteady there. disown it, basically by saying yeah. our trilogy and not even, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so in that way, I can kind of say, uh, is maybe, he well? Is he including Origins in? I, I would in, think that, so. in those games because I, I would assume so. Origins. Yeah. Origins is a good game. It is a. If that was the, I still haven't played it. If that was the first Batman, if that came out instead of Arkham Asylum, we would st- we would still praise the game. Like, hey, this is a really cool superhero game. It, they they they're st- they got Batman pretty correct. It yeah. just it's not up to snuff with the other two games. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, I am very excited about Arkham Knight, and I mean, if if I felt if I felt any way that the games were overrated, then I wouldn't be excited for for the sequel. But everything that I've seen on that game, uh, whether it be video or screenshots. The idea that it's, it's next-gen only, correct? Yes. Yeah. I, a next-gen only Batman title that's, I guess, the final in, in their... It's their final one. Yeah. That's the, the final one in their their trilogy. Their trilogy, which probably means that WB is going to keep making um, Batman games, which is yeah. good and fine. Like, I I enjoyed Origins. Um, it just, it, like I said, it, it wasn't on par with the other two. Let Rocksteady, let Rocksteady move on. Let them tell their story, and I want to see what they have in store for us next. Oh, definitely. I want them to make another game. Oh. I just, I just want Batman to, yeah. to be done now, yeah. and then Bird. Um, I don't need to play another Batman game after this. I don't think. Hmm. Okay. All right. So those are our thoughts. Uh, we're gonna do one more. 
And uh, I want to apologize to our friend Lauren. She sent a, a very lovely question. But I actually think we want to think about that one. That was the one with uh, Disney Infinity and what characters do we want to see. Um, I'd kind of like to think on that for a little bit. So let's end with this one. This one is uh, also from Twitter. It is uh, at, where are you? Uh, HSJ3? Yeah, III3. Uh, Harry, let's call Harry, wanted to give a shout out to the the Game Boy for its 25th anniversary in North America. Did you guys have a Game Boy uh, of any or any and any favorite games of the Game Boy? So he means the original Game Boy. I have a very quick Game Boy story. I wanted a Game Boy so bad. So, 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 so bad. I got one for my birthday and my mom bought it for me. My mom and dad. And I got it. And all I had was Super Mario Land and I had Tetris. And I was so thrilled. I was I had a bunk bed with like this little alcove in it. And I went in the little alcove of my beanbag chair. And I'm sitting there and I'm playing Mario. I'm playing Tetris. And my mom comes into the room and she takes a look at it and she goes, that's it? And I said, yeah, like this is, you know, this is what it is. She's like, it's so ugly. It's like yellow and and it it doesn't look good it doesn't look like your other games and i said i know well it's a handheld thing she actually convinced me that i didn't want it and i we returned it and i gave it up and i never owned a game boy that's that's a story is that sad that is a sad story isn't that sad <laughs> rob do you have a game boy story uh yeah yeah um i was probably 12 or so and I live right down the street from the middle school I had went to. So I was with two friends. We were walking across the field. It was a, a Saturday, just crossing over the baseball field. My foot hits a old gray pouch, and lo and behold, oh. it is a Game Boy. And this is two weeks after it had come out. And in that pack... There was a Game Boy with an extra set of batteries and Mario and Tetris. and You hit the jackpot. I hit the jackpot. Now, I was good, and I put a post up in the, uh, the principal's office saying that if anyone lost theirs on the field to contact me, no one. Wow. No one got back to me because there was... There was a name story. written in it, so I would have been able to say, you know, if that person with that name came up to me and said, hey, I lost mine. But I didn't know anybody by that name. So. Do you still have it? Oh, yeah. Yep. Nice. I don't know where mine went. Sorry, Mark. You had one, too? Mark with a C. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you listen to this podcast, yeah. thanks, buddy. I, uh, I don't remember how old I was. I wasn't into video games at all at the time. Hmm. And... I had my parents threw me a party at Adventureland, which is this uh, little little amusement park here on Long Island. Um, Mm -hmm. It's basically a death trap. It is, dude. I have a death trap Adventureland story. I totally do. Well, go ahead. I was uh, I was very very when I went I was very very sick and I was very skinny. And I made the stupid mistake of being on the pirate ship, the one that swings back and forth. Oh, yeah. I was on with my sister and her boyfriend, Kevin, and me. And I had the stupid, stupid idea to push down on the bar 
when we went up in the air almost, you know, so upside not, down. not death, death trap, but you had a death wish. Yes, and I literally started to slide out from underneath the bar head first, and if my sister's boyfriend, Kevin, did not reach up and grab the back of my shirt and pin me down to the seat, I do not know if I would be here recording this podcast today. That was Yeesh. some scary shit. That was very stupid on my part. Yeah, there's been a couple of deaths there over the years. <laughs> That's not cool. That's not Mum's the word. Yeah. So they threw a party for me there and uh, with all my friends at the time. And uh, before we left, they handed me this black pouch. And when you opened up the black pouch, it was a carry- the carrying case. And there was the Game Boy in there with six games. Whoa. Yeah. Damn. And uh, I loved that thing. I loved it so much. I-, I played it all the time. But, you know, you're I was young. So it's like I never there was never batteries. I couldn't find batteries anywhere. You know, mm-hmm. I, I asked my parents for they might steal them out of remotes. Um, Tetris, I love Tetris on that thing so freaking Tetris, much. Yeah, I love, yeah, oh, I love Tetris. But I, I can't remember whatever happened to my Game no? Boy. No Tetris. I hate Tetris. Whoa. Sorry. Now that I look back at it, I don't like Tetris as much as I like other types of those games I like Lumies and things like that. I hate Doctor Mario. I never played Dr. Mario. I hate Yoshi's Cookie. I never got into Yoshi's Cookie. That one, I, I, I couldn't get into that. I never really understood the mechanics of it. Um, so, favorite games? Um, I, I guess back then was uh, Tetris for me. That, okay. was what I, that was what I remember playing the most. Favorite yeah, game? I would say Tetris. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Super Mario Land, baseball, uh, tennis. <laughs> one word things. Uh-huh. I love but it. then, you know, later on... Then there was uh, the Warriors of Light. Oh, no, sorry. Mystic Quest. Mm-hmm. Zelda? Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy oh, Mystic okay. Quest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Cool. I didn't have one, so I don't have any favorite games. Aw. I know. But we're not going to end this podcast on a sad note. We're going to end it on a high note. I'm going to read a very, very nice email from Lane Meyer. Uh, he sent this in to us on the forums. Uh, you guys want to check those out again. It's uh, on the TalkingComicBooks.com website. Look for the forums. Uh, he writes in, So I just recently started getting into podcasts for my long drives to work. Being that video games is my favorite hobby, much to the annoyance of my fiance, I subscribe to maybe 10 or 12 podcasts immediately in order to check them out. That was about a month ago. Since then, I've whittled it down to three or four that I can pl- uh, that I plan on having in my rotation, and I have to say that the Talking Games podcast is my favorite. You strike a delicate balance of differing opinions well and never allow the show to get off topic for hugely extended periods of time. You're welcome. I've listened to some... Yeah, Justin reins me in. Uh, I've listened to some uh, where they wouldn't even get into games until 30 or 40 minutes in, and that got annoying. But mostly, I judge a podcast by how much I want to be in on the conversation and you guys strike that nerve. Everything from the classic game talk, Toe Jam and Earl, to sucking at fighting games, or choosing to play as females if you have to watch them for 100 plus hours, says, I'll do the same thing. Lots of stuff in common with my own gaming history, which is long and storied one. Uh, 38 years old, and I've been uh, PC and console playing since the early 80s. Uh, I know the gaming podcast is relatively new and building an audience, so I just wanted to give you a shout and say that you're doing a great job. Keep up the good work. And he says, backslash kiss ass, and his name is Eric. Thank you very much, sir. Yeah, man. 
that's awesome. Um, seriously, we really, we really appreciate your, your kind words. Um, yeah, we're, uh, we're glad that, that you can, you can relate to it so much. I mean, you know, part of the goal of this show is for it to be very casual and for people to feel like they're, you know, just in the room with us with a bunch of friends, just, you know, talking about games and talking about stuff that we love. And, you know, sometimes we go a little off topic. Sometimes we joke around a little bit, but, uh, it's just part of the chemistry, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to speak for Rob uh, and myself. Um, I mean, Steve is from uh, Talking Comics, what, so what? Uh, he's been used to, I'll say, um, attention. Being judged. No, well, that and also people, you know, reaching out to you and telling you, like, uh, they, like they like what you're doing and things like that. But for, I'm going to say, Rob and myself, this is our first foray into yeah. this type of stuff. Well, Rob's shaking his head he's 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 kind of been there before but for uh, then for me no is, it, it really is for me long term wise so this is my first yeah. or our first foray into this stuff so for people leagues. to reach out and say like hey i want to be friends with you on psn i'm a big fan of your podcast like i'm, yeah. ju- I'm just some guy from long islands like yeah I, I find that to be insane that you know yeah. people listen to the show and they and they like it and they and they mm-hmm. want us to keep going and talking about things like it truly means a lot to me that people enjoy this show and they reach out and say nice things to me on Twitter or on PSN. Like, I'm just some guy. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, that's I mean, that's the thing of it, right? Like, I've even gotten some people that have that have mailed me and they've been like, or like they'll message me on Facebook and I'll respond and then they'll get quiet and I'm like, what's up? And they're like, I just can't believe you responded. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm like, you know, I just I'm a dude who we happen to have you know, a setup. We have opinions on games. And after being with talking comics for so long and watching, you know, Bobby do his thing saying, you know, I feel passionate about this other stuff. I would like to try and, you know, expand the site and, and do something a little different uh, for us and for, you know, the whole talking family. And I mean, this show has been amazing. What is this? Our 20th show. I lost count. I believe it's something like that. It's like 19 or 20. And I mean, you know, we said it earlier, we've it's already 20. gotten, it is 20, we've gotten a, a really great community of people, and apparently from, you know, these letters and such, it's just getting bigger and bigger, so, you know, it doesn't happen without you guys, so keep interacting with us, uh, if it seems sometimes that we're reading stuff from the same people uh, that are bringing, you know, bringing in questions and stuff, it's because they leave them. It's because they interact with us. It's not, there's nothing to do with favoritism. It's just, if you, if you get in touch with us, we will do our best to give back and get back to you and answer your questions and, you know, spin them out into whole topics and, you know, fill a show and stuff like that. We'd event, we'd like to read every question and it's our goal that yeah. every question we get that we eventually get to. Right. And if we don't get to yours, this show, it might be on the next show or the show after that, but we will get to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all I know is that just through all these recent friend requests and stuff, there is much, much Destiny requests. Yeah. Like, everyone wants to play Destiny with us. Yeah, you guys want to play games so. with us. Like, the next big games are going to be Destiny and Diablo on the PS4. Diablo. Diablo is going to be... I'm going to be on there, definitely. So, all right, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, let's give our... Let's give the, the, the pimpage first. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, guys, it is at Talking underscore Games on Twitter. 
Uh, you want to email us. It's podcast at talkingcomicbooks.com. All those emails get forwarded to us. Just tell them that you're writing into the Talking Games podcast. Uh, Facebook.com slash Talking Comics. We ask for questions every week. Uh, we don't put up a whole lot of posts there, but if you want to do long-form questions and don't feel like sending the email, you can always put them on the Talking Comics Facebook page, and we will see them. I check it every day. Uh, There's also the Talking Comic Books podcast. We just reviewed Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, so that went up yesterday, and that is at Talking Comics on Twitter. And then there's the Misfits podcast hosted by Stephanie Cook, Melissa Megan, and Mara Wood. They are at the underscore Misfits. There's Talking Movies, which is Brian Verderosa and his friend Ollie, which is Movies Talking on Twitter. And the Valiant podcast, which is at Talking Valiant on Twitter. Um, good stuff going on from the Talking family. Using that term a lot tonight. Personal Twitters. My personal Twitter is at dead underscore anchorus. Justin. I am, wow, I was going to say Rob's. I am at Jorok, J-O-R-O-A-K. I am Dusk1020. <laughs> and I'm uh, Dusk1020, D-U-S-K, 1020. And, and Jackie Turner is at Jackie Turner on Twitter, is uh, J-A-C-Q-U-I-T-U- R-N-E-R. R-N-E-R. Thank you. You're welcome. I really could not have done that without you. That's why I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) And for so many more reasons. So good. You always got my back. I try. I really do. All right. All right, kitties. We're out of here. We're sorry, but your princess is in another castle.